It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you here. We're just, what, nine, ten days away from a new year? Wild, wild stuff. It's just gone by so quick. It seems to go by faster every year. I think it's one of the, uh, what do you call it, one of those weird things. The older you get, the faster time seems to be moving. Uh, either way, we have a great show for you today. Today on the show, we have lawyer Norm Blumenthal. Norm Blumenthal is an attorney for workers and consumers. He protects working class stiffs like you and I, selected as one of the top attorneys in Southern California. And also in uh, 2017, Norm was inducted and recognized as one of America's most trusted lawyers in employment law. Norm Blumenthal, welcome back to the show. Good to be back, Bert, and uh, happy, healthy new year. Happy holidays to everybody. Um, uh, 2022 is going to be an interesting year uh, as we go through it. Obviously, we have uh, this Omicron uh, COVID uh, variant that we're all going to li- live through. It uh, seems hopefully everybody gets their shots and gets their boosters. Um, they should. And uh, don't take a chance. And hopefully out there, everybody will be safe. It's free to get the shots. And so there's no reason not to get it and get your family protected. So that's the first uh, order of the of business today uh, for the workers out there. Because if you if you get sick and you go to the hospital, there's there's no more free rides in the hospital. And yeah. if you're going you're going to get hit with your copay. And if you go to a hospital that uh, is not in your plan, you're going to get you're going to be bankrupt. So uh, for protection financially of your family, as you work in stiffs out there. Go in and get a shot and get your booster and protect yourself from medical bills that will bankrupt you and your family. So I, I think we need to pass that word along, Bert, uh, as a first order of business today uh, for, for protection for everybody out there. And it's, uh, you know, even uh, uh, former President Trump, he's got his shot and he's got his booster and and uh, he did it for himself. So those of you that are Trumpers out there, follow your leader. Uh, get your shots. We want everybody protected, you know. And and and, uh, and the shots are out there and the tests are out there. But don't rely on a test. Rely on your shot. Yep, I love that. I love that. And you know what? And, and this is one of those scenarios. Look, if people will do some research, uh, there have been very – very, very vocal individuals out there who were anti-maskers, anti-vaccine, uh, anti-everything. And, and some of these people, unfortunately, have passed away from COVID. It is, it's not fraud. It's not made up. For some people, it's life-threatening. For others, it, it's a breeze. And, and to your point, uh, you know, why risk it? Um, if you feel the vaccine you know, I, I think that, you know, there's a question of whether the vaccine, you know, how uh, uh, effective it is. And that's a question everybody has to answer. But bottom line is, you have to take steps to take care of yourself and do what is right. And I think that uh, just sitting there 
and folding your arms and saying, hey, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to do this. I'm, gonna not, I'm not going to do that. Please, just as Norm said, take consideration of your family and, and, and do some research. Don't listen to the pundits. Do some research, and you'll find out that it may be the right thing for you to do. Yeah, I, you know, the, the bottom line is for everybody out there, don't be felony stupid. And don't expose your family to financial ruin because you're too stupid to go get a shot that's free. And that's all, you know, it's all about the money. This is money for lunch. Do yourself a favor. Take off for lunch and go get a shot and follow through and get a booster. And uh, protect yourself from financial ruin because if you go into the hospital and you don't have coverage, you're going to get hit with a bill that you you can't imagine what it will be in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so my position on it is I'm not going to tell you anything about the medicine. I'm going to tell you about the money and follow the money because you're going to bankrupt yourself. These hospitals come after you for this money. It's just not a joke. And people well, and, are being and, and, bankrupted. Right. And, and, you know, back in the day, you could file bankruptcy and discharge your medical bills. That is no longer a thing. You know, that is something that when I, I believe during George Bush Jr., uh, President uh, George Bush Jr.'s uh, reign, um, uh, you know, uh, he eliminated that. Uh, it's very, very tricky now to to discharge medical bills, not like it used to be. So please consider that. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, as we move in, the corporations are gaining more and more power. We've uh, in, talked about this over and over again. We're in an adversary system between corporate America and, and the labor force. And corporate America right now ha- is working on getting the upper hand, and they're doing it through the uh, United States Supreme Court. And there's a case that they just took. Uh, it's it's a, a case we call it's called the Viking case, where they're going to eliminate the right of um, employees to uh, work through the state to stop the employers from um, – getting overtime free, uh, having them work off the clock, um, giving uh, incorrect pay statements, uh, working through lunch, working through uh, rest periods. And and, uh, this is where we're headed if um, the Supreme Court overturns, in this case, California, the Private Attorney General Act called PAGA, which is in the process, incidentally, of being implemented in uh, currently nine other states across the country because it's been so successful in California in keeping corporations honest. And without uh, the Private Attorney General Act, there's just not enough government support, government money to uh, prosecute uh, these employers for um, robbery of pay from employees. So we're we're in a pretty bad bad shape because of the it starts with the arbitration provisions where the Supreme Court uh has taken away the rights of employees individually to to go into court. 
and uh, you now have to go uh, through arbitration. Everybody that's an employee virtually in, uh, with a major company has to sign a uh, arbitration agreement, taking uh, giving away their rights to to, uh, to court. And so we're in, in in a precarious state right now, where employees uh, could this year lose their rights uh, to uh, bring uh, court actions. Uh, to protect themselves from uh, employer abuse. So we're really in in a precarious situation, not only uh, in in a health situation, but in the ability of people to have access to the court system. Yeah, absolutely. Look, this is very insidious. This is a very, this is something that has been happening over years, literally just under the radar, most people aren't aware that they're signing this document. Even it's part of most. It's it's part of uh, of uh, the onboarding procedure, and it's insidious because it 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 literally restricts as, ac, our access to court. And you know, it's it's one thing um, if you want to take on a corporation, it's going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars, and unless your damages are you know high i don't know what you know 100,000 200,000 maybe half a million dollars most attorneys are going to charge you not a contingency but they're going to charge you per hour because it's you know it's it's just what it's going to take to get them to get them you know to make it worth a while and by by forcing everybody to go through arbitration as and norm you know this better than i do it 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 restricts our ability our our rights to be able to bring a class action and therefore it makes it economically unfeasible for one person to take on a corporation. Yeah, this is the old uh, saw of divide and conquer. And that's what employee employers have been in the process of doing now. They've uh, gotten rid of the, the big labor unions for all practical purposes. They don't exist anymore. So now they're getting rid of the class actions, and they've been successful at that. And the only thing that, that is left is these private attorney general act actions where um, you can organize to protect yourself and hire attorneys to represent you because, quite simply, there's n- not any attorneys out there that can afford to prosecute your case on a contingent fee basis as a uh, single case. And so you need group actions, but because of the interpretations of the United States Supreme Court, which right now is beyond uh, pro-management, it's a political organization, it's a wing of the Republican Party supporting management, and they're out there to take away all the rights of the employees they can. Labor in this country has no real rights, and, and that's where we stand. And it's going to get worse uh, as long as as everyday folks vote for Republicans, because that's their that's who they answer to is the big donors. Right. And uh, they're foolish enough to continue to support Republicans for uh, issues like, uh, you know, abortion. Well, okay, whoopee, you're going to win that, you're going to win that battle there. You got all these uh, people in and what ends up happening? The Food and Drug Administration just passed the regulation 
that allows women to get over-the-counter abortion pills. And so, and they can't stop that. So now you, you've, you've got, come full circle. You're going to get rid of a law that um, Roe versus Wade that's not necessary anymore. You don't need a doctor's intervention to uh, terminate a pregnancy. And a woman can protect her own body just simply by going into a drugstore and buying an abortion pill. So that's where we stand on this. And so now, uh, now where do you stand? But in, in, at the same time, uh, along with this, you have all the baggage that these uh, pro-management judges have put into place where you can't get uh, anything more than a minimum wage in 20 states with the $7.25. And so that's what you're doing to yourself. You're, you're losing your protection in, in these red states uh, with regard to salary, wages, hours, and working conditions. And so that's where you, we stand right now, and it's, it's, it's a shame that that's, that's where it stands, but that's what, where we are um, right. as a res, result of having uh, Republicans in control of, of state legislatures and the Supreme Court. Yeah, absolutely. This is where you can see how important politics are, right? Uh, the, the, the Supreme Court now is definitely stacked against working class stiffs. And that's my opinion, right? They are definitely pro-Republican, uh, pro-corporations, uh, uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's the way it's going to be until one of them either retires or dies. Yeah, and, and that's what you're faced with. Look, you have right now... Um, there's 11 million job openings in this country, if you can believe that. There's 11 million jobs that they can't find people to work because they won't pay enough money. And uh, because of this, and, uh, four, four, over $4 million quit. Four million I'm, I'm, uh, people quit their Employee. jobs. Yeah. And so now you have 11 million job openings, and last month you had 4.2 million additional people quit. So you're ending up with 15 million jobs, and uh, there's nobody to take them unless the wages go up. And what's happening is, is not because of any government intervention, but because of supply and demand, because nobody wants to work for these slave wages, uh, people are having to raise, the, companies are having to raise their wages. And we're on our way. Uh, across the board to $15 an hour, but by the time we get there, that's not going to be enough to support uh, people. You're going to be, you're going to need over $25 an hour as a, as a minimum wage at some point in time. And we're just starting to approach $15 in uh, 20 states. Uh, you know, you look at Illinois, Illinois is uh, $12, Delaware, 10.50, Virginia, $11. New Jersey, 13. New Mexico, 11 and a half. That's not going to cut it. I mean, they're on their way to 15, and eventually they'll get there. But there's very few states that are already there. You have California uh, is, is there, and New York is there. And so this is where we are. Uh, there's nine other states headed there, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Illinois, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Rhode Island, Virginia. But there's too many states, there's over 20 states, 
that actually still follow the federal minimum wage of $7.25. And you can't live on $7.25 an hour. And, yeah, you can uh, barely live on 15 bucks an hour. Yeah, I don't think you can, you know, in most places you can't. Like Ohio um, is $9.30. Montana, $9.20. Who can live on that as, as a minimum wage? Um, uh, so we, we, we have to work on that. That's a, a real issue, but the issue is not going to be resolved with Republicans in office. It's just not going to. It's not going to happen that way, and and this is what we're faced with across the uh, across the map. Is we continue to uh, reelect and elect uh, pro management uh, people, and there's going to be an issue, Bert, in these uh, state uh, states. They've passed these voting uh, rights bills that basically eliminate the rights of people of their vote it takes away votes and puts the decision as to who is elected into the hands of state legislators and um, and commissions appointed by state legislatures that are republicans i don't know if you saw the fellow on uh, tv recently he's the head of the louisiana state election commission and he was in front of a uh uh, speaking in front of a uh, Louisiana uh, commission, and uh, he was talking about how he can tell if a, a vote is fa- uh, fraudulent or not by this wand he has in his hand, oh, and no. he can hold it over the vote, and that, and people are applauding in the audience. You know, he has his following. This is how bad it's become, and and how dangerous this country is in terms of the of the fact that we could lose our democracy because of how far the republicans have uh, allowed their constituency to go uh, away from a democratic uh, uh country and if that happens there's there's no telling where we'll go in terms of of rights of employees because they'll be the first to to lose the, the, their rights Absolutely, absolutely, and, and and here's the other thing: uh, by keeping these wages so low, it keeps people distracted. Right? When you're in survival mode, you don't want to vote. You don't have the time to consider these budget, uh, these these bills that are being presented for you to vote on, uh, because some of these times uh, these bills have these great names. But when you read past the headline, and most people don't do this, then you start to understand whether it's a good bill or a bad bill. But if you're in survival mode, you're not going to care because you're just, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to survive on, you know, eight, nine, ten, eleven dollars an hour. And, yeah, and, and it's, to me, it's it's a great way to keep people distracted. Sure, and it's going to get a lot worse in California. On there in California in the uh, 2022 election uh, come next November, they're going to be voting on legislation to reduce attorney's fees um, allowed in a contingency case um, from a negotiated fee between the client and the attorney to a uh, maximum of 20% contingency fee. And it's just going to make taking a lot of cases uneconomical. 
So basically, they're, not only are they going to eliminate your ability to get in the courtroom um, with arbitration, they're going to make the uh, your ability to find an attorney that will represent you uh, on a contingent basis uh, very difficult because there's very few attorneys that can afford to, to work on a contingent basis at 20%, and they'll only take then the very best cases uh, that are offered to them, and those that are, are good cases, you know, viable cases, but require some work and some advanced costs, they're not going to take them anymore. Right. So that's where, where we're headed. That's one of the, of the uh, referendums that are, are being presented in California, and they make it, you know, appealing to uh, people. Oh, well, then I don't have to pay more than 20%. Let's lock these attorneys in. But the problem is, is there's not going to be any attorneys to lock because no, none, no attorneys are going to take their case. So, you know, they think it may be good for them, but it's, in the end, it's not. And uh, it's going to be a disaster if something like that passes. But that's what we're up against in California. They also want to do away with the Private Attorney General Act. And so these are all corporations that uh, the proverbial fox guarding the uh, hen house. You know, we'll, don't worry, folks. Uh, you know, we're going to make this really fine for you to live in, except who's going to be in charge is the fox. So how long do you think you're going to be living with the fox in charge? And how, how well will you be living with the fox in charge? Right, right. And, and you know what? Uh, I want to take a couple of minutes, and, and, and uh, uh, I know we already talked about a little bit as far as this wage inequality. But you had sent me over an article, which I found very fascinating, where the top 1% of earners have seen their wages go up by 179% since 1979, while the wages of the bottom 90% have only risen like, I think the article was like 1.7%, not even One, a full 2%. Yeah, yeah per, per year it was uh, 2%. Um, it was, you know, so what you're looking at since, since 1979, and I was working in 1979, and the minimum wage then was uh, $3.25 an hour. So that shows you how, how, how little you've gained. And in terms of, of prosperity and ability to, to pay your bills, it's even worse because the cost of everything has gone up so much that you, there's your, the, the, the strength of your dollar has depleted to virtually nothing. Yeah. And so you know, workers just they can't make ends meet. I mean, I, I, you know, I feel for the frustration out there that the, the Republicans feed on, but they're the cause of it. Right, and so they, they, you know, they're playing on that, and they play on these uh, social um, bills, you know, gun laws and abortion laws, and and play on on that uh, uh, social laws to uh, get control and then destroy the economy uh, that has built this country, because that's exactly where we are. We're destroy. We will be destroying our own economy. Because we won't be passing the money down, uh, you know, in a, in a fair share to uh, our workforce. And, you know, you can only tax people so much, but that doesn't create prosperity. 
uh, what, the way to create prosperity is is to start out with where they're making more, and uh, that's how you create prosperity. And it, it's just it's in a, in a situation where we're not going to be there um, unless something's done um, to protect it. And right now, the uh, ship is is actually uh, sailing in the opposite direction. It's it's getting worse, and uh, and people are are have lost interest i think is is a fair statement they don't they don't see um the iceberg coming and it's it's coming and we're heading for it and and that's something that this country's going to have to live with cuz prices you know most people have been priced out of of housing uh they've been you know priced out of of, of big uh, cities where they'd like to live uh because it's just unaffordable for them and so that's something we don't want to see and we're seeing you know small insurrections with with the smash and grabs and um, and the uh, homeless people on the streets there's real issues out there that have to be taken care of the government just is is not taken care of because they don't have the funds to do it yeah yeah absolutely absolutely uh, you know and, and again this is why it's important for people to get out there and vote. It's just that simple. You have to, I know you're busy. I know you're overwhelmed. I know you think your vote doesn't make a difference, but it does. And by sitting on the sidelines, you're not helping you and your family out. And and they have to, you know, we've talked about it before. and And to order to protect yourself, vote your pocketbook. You know, vote for the Democrat that's going to support legislation to increase the minimum wage, to in, to increase the amount that you'll that you'll be able to uh, receive. Because a, a rising tide floats all ships. If the minimum wage is twenty five dollars an hour, that means that the, the persons that are currently you know, being paid twenty five dollars an hour will, by nature be be raised and so it'll it'll it it all helps each other and, right. and that's where it is and corporations will survive things are already expensive so you they only can go up so high because you have the competition but the bottom line is is that more people will work and if there's more automation at these jobs nobody wants then fine you know there's all these jobs that are 11 million jobs nobody wants so uh, who's going to, uh, you know, you have to automate because there aren't people out there that want to take these jobs at these low, low wages. So you're either going to automate, and, you know, and spend the money on that, or you're going to pay people more. And that's where, really where the rubber meets the road. And people need to be paid more or, or they need to automate. I mean, you know, right now the wages for uh, restaurant workers in this country has have risen dramatically and uh so we're in a situation where now um employees at restaurants their wages have gone up in the last year 12 percent and so it's it's in uh you know in, in, in situation now the average wage for a restaurant worker across the country is about 17 dollars so the, you know it's starting to be in a position where those jobs people will take them at the, at that uh pay 
but they're not going to do it for less. You know, they're just not going to do it. Right. And and you know what? And my understanding, and and maybe you have a different uh, source for this, but my understanding is that the U.S., uh, I guess when it comes to their servers, the U.S. is the only place that, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, globally speaking, where restaurants – pay or subsidize their their employee uh, wages through tips right that in a lot of in a lot of places uh, they don't use the tip system the way we do well it's worse than that is not only that they the tips are with some arcane law are not shared by all the employees the tips are only shared by the front uh, of the house employees the uh, bartenders the uh, uh, servers, the hostess or host, and uh, the, the people in the kitchen, the uh, kitchen workers and the chefs and, and, the, and the cooks, they don't share in any of that. So there's a disparity in the restaurants themselves. Why there is such a law is beyond me. But in any event, um, if, it, if the tips were shared, I think you'd see uh, – uh, um, a lot more people wanting to take the jobs in the back of a restaurant, but no, no one wants to take the, you know, become the dishwasher and the, and the, and the cook's assistant without the, uh, the restaurant uh, uh, covering that. So, yeah, we are the only uh, place that has the tip system, but by the same token, uh, it should be shared uh, through, you know, through all the employees, you know, top to bottom. So there. If you're, we're going to tip, it, you feel like it's going to everybody. I've always felt it was extremely unfair that the person bringing out the food is the only one, you know, having the benefit of, of the tip I give when there's all these other people working that, that don't, and they're paid minimum wage. So now that's, that's why we got 15 million jobs that nobody wants. Right. It, you know, they're, and they're, they're raising, they had to raise the wages for the back uh, back of the house, seventeen um, percent last year, and they still can't fill these jobs because it's just it's not economical. Um, in California now, they they put on a, a lot of restaurants have put on what's called a surcharge, where not only do you tip um, for the front of the house, but there's a surcharge that that goes to pay people working in the back of the house. They're trying to pass on those costs without raising the costs of the uh, of the food item. I don't know if that works, but that's a, that's another process they're doing. But in the end, people are just going to have to pay more. I mean, a lot of people don't tip. So we you know remember that. Yeah. And so you know because it, it's it is discretionary. You don't have to tip. And uh, you know, working with people in the restaurant business, you'd be surprised how many people don't tip. So no, you're, absolutely you're, correct. Uh, not everybody tips, and, and uh, not everybody tips well. Uh, and I'm just talking about if you've had a good experience, uh, the food was good, the service was good. Uh, even again, even when everything is done well, a lot of people just don't tip or don't tip very well at all. Uh, and so, you know, I it, it is as you said, it's discretionary, it's optional. It's optional, and so now you know you have these 
people in the front of the house that are, are with the expectation of receiving tips, a lot of them don't. And so they're, you know, they're they're working for nothing in the front of the house, and um, it's too bad. And I, I think you know people have to understand that that the persons in the front of the house, they their salaries are all minimum wage because the expectation is is they're going to receive their tips, and so they you know the the restaurant owner he's happy to hire people in the front of the house because he can hire them for uh, minimum wage. He's not going to pay them any more than that. And if you tip fine and if you don't, no, that's their problem. Right. So you have that, you have that to live with. But at the end of the day, these, these laws protecting workers uh, are not going to pass uh, unless we have uh, Democrats elected uh, in, in office. And it's, you know, it's not an issue of socialism. I mean, it's like, oh, the progressive socialists, we're all going to end up, they're going to come and, you know, take all my money from my bank account, et cetera, et cetera. We have all these horror stories that, which are not true. At the end of the day, all it's going to do is is get people more money. I mean, the one thing that the Democrats couldn't pass uh, in their all their legislation, they aren't even talking about it anymore, is raising the minimum wage. I mean that that died in the first six months of of this uh, administration. Why? Because there's not enough people that care about it, and the, and the Republicans don't feel that they're going to lose if they don't pass it. So until there's some downside uh, to the Republicans, they lose their office by um, not addressing minimum wage. I I think at the end of the day we're we're stuck with this crazy. A minimum wage that hasn't increased in the last 15 years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Norm, uh, as we wrap up here, what advice? What what would you want our listeners to do? Well, my advice would be, is don't be felony stupid. You know, first of all, if you haven't got a shot or a booster and your booster shot. Go out and get it from a financial standpoint, just to protect the finances. I don't, and I don't care about your health. I just care. You know, my job is to is is to protect your money and to make you more money as as your attorney, so you're not cheated. And the first thing you need to do is protect yourself and do the the things that that protect your money, which is getting shots. That's number one. Number two is you want to protect your vote. And how do you protect your vote? You protect your vote by voting for Democrats in, in all offices, so that you know that you're you're not your vote's going to count when you vote. And number three is you got to vote. And if you don't vote, you're only going to have yourself to, to blame when you your salaries don't go up, you you're paying exorbitant hospital bills, and you end up in a situation where the the rich and management not only will they run the country, they'll control it, and you'll have nothing. So if you're a working stiff, don't be felony stupid. You end up at the end of the day to protect yourself. Vote for Democrats. I love it. I love it. Norm Blumenthal, we're out of time. I want to thank you so much for stopping by. Wishing you and your family happy holidays, my friend. You too, Bert, and you and everybody out there, and uh, everybody take care of yourself, and let's get this uh, 
virus behind us, and uh, and we can do it together. So let's be one country and and do it together, and and everybody get your shots. I love it. I love it. Good stuff there from Norm Blumenthal. Uh, guys, share this episode with everyone you know. Uh, you know, it, it is up to us to make our country bigger, better, stronger, and when we're bickering or fighting amongst ourselves, we just can't get anything done. And that's one of the problems we have there in, in, uh, in Washington. Uh, these guys definitely care about getting reelected and they care about where the money comes from. And that's kind of really it. Um, but, you know, one of my favorite things that President uh, Ronald Reagan used to do is he would get on there and he would say, my fellow Americans, Here's what I'm trying to do. And I know it's a bad impression. Um, but, uh, you know, my point being is he would rally the Americans. Uh, um, yeah, he would rally the American citizens to contact their representatives to try to get certain bills passed. And I love that about him. Um, you know, and yes, he's a Republican, but I think he was also uh you know, very interested in keeping the economy strong. And, and uh, he also, I think, generally cared about America and Americans. Uh, and, and sometimes I don't feel that way about our politicians, right? I think they're very selfish. And anyway, bottom line is, guys, I want you to have some happy holidays. And I want you to get out there and and consider voting, consider contacting your your representatives, when you don't feel something is being done right. And remember, you were created to succeed. Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.